today's episode is brought to you by Pure VPN. Whether you're streaming, browsing, or just looking for a little more online security, Pure VPN has you covered. Rated 4.8 stars by TruePilot and seen on Wired, Yahoo Tech, The Huffington Post, and Lifehacker, Pure VPN offers blazing fast VPN services at an affordable price. Pure VPN also has features like internet kill switch, split tunneling, and the capacity to allow 10 devices per account, as well as 24-7 customer support. Right now, they're even offering a 7-day full access trial for just 99 cents and an additional 40% off their monthly subscription service. Use the link in the show notes to secure this deal and your online activity today. That was weird. One of your snaps to trigger the recording was extra loud. I don't know. Just I do have a good snap. I'll say that. Like, it's like a Thanos snap worthy. Yeah, I don't know why that happens. Um, You know what's weird? It's something that we all know. I just it's if you think about it, it's like oh that's strange. A snap. It's. It's the flesh of your finger hitting your palm. Like your thumb really has got nothing to do with it. I mean, it does because it like holds back the catapult. But that sound, <laughs> it's your finger flapping against your palm. It's like, fa That, I remember discovering this with you a long time ago. And it's definitely one of those mind fucky moments. It's just strange. You think about it and you're like, oh, that's weird. It's just my skin hitting my other skin. Yeah, because it's like, if you ask someone to describe a snap, they're like, oh, they make a sound by two fingers uh, clicking against each other. They don't ever say, from one of your fingers smacking your palm. <laughs> like, if your finger was a sentient being, you'd knock it unconscious or kill yeah. it. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> like, that's how finger concussions happen. Finger concussions. Uh, think of that for the name of the episode, please. Yep. Consider that. Um, what what do we do here? What are we? What's happening? Yeah, what is this? Why are we recording this call? That's strange. Uh, this is the Alex and Sterling Watch Stuff podcast. My name is Alex. I'm Sterling. Um, this is where we watch, drink, review. We watch different movies and TV shows, and then we drink a whole bunch, and then we review them. I'm not, I'm not actually going to drink a whole lot this time, I hate to admit, uh, because... I'm on antibiotics, and you're not supposed to drink when you're on these particular antibiotics. Ooh, interesting. So, so I, that's I me. would ask for details, but I feel like spreading that out to the world might be weird. So we'll talk about that later. Uh, it's just, like, gross. So, like, I don't want to gross people out. But taking antibiotics to, to close old wounds, metaphorically and literally. Yes. No, that makes sense. Well... I appreciate your candor, and I will drink for the both of us, so it works. Thank you. Like uh, halfway the podcast, you're falling asleep on the on the mic. So, before we get into too much business here, I feel like we must address a sad thing to to then lead into the happy, funny things that we talked about. You I know agree. the sad thing. I agree, and we we I feel like we make a solid point to never be sad on this show. Uh, or discuss anything too crazy. 
But sometimes things hit so fucking hard. Uh, it hits us in particular, and we, we got to mention it. Yeah, it's got to be addressed. Um, Mr. Chadwick Boseman has passed away, and that is extraordinarily sad. Uh, it was cancer that he'd been fighting for four years, and nobody knew about it. Um, and that's awful. Um, he was yeah. a very talented actor and a huge part of the Marvel universe. And I know nothing about him as a person, but I'm sure he was a great dude. So losing a great, talented actor so young, he was 43. Yeah. Um, it's, it just, it sucks. It really, it sucks. So have to, you know, thoughts and prayers and all the good vibes to his family and friends. Um, I'm sure a lot of the, like, people that worked on those movies or any movie he was on are, are really feeling it. So mm-hmm. gotta, gotta shout it out. Yeah, man, it's the worst. Uh, I feel like he was also just such a big deal in the black community because it was the first legit black superhero movie. Um, and it's just fucking, I mean, it's so terrible that someone dies, but it had to be him that died like right he's so so important to the black community and he's so important to marvel you know like they had they had planned a the director wrote a note where he didn't even know that he had cancer and he was writing out like the script for the next movie and uh apparently he didn't tell anybody because he didn't want that to be a big deal and he thought he was going to beat it yeah which Oh, that sucks. Um, That one set me back a lot, man. Yeah, a lot of people. Like, did you see any pictures of, like, these kids holding, like, Black Panther funerals with all their action figures? Oh, yeah. God. a ton of those. And it's like, oh, man. Um, I did see a cool post that was like, you know, don't let Black Panther die uh, as a franchise. Like, you know this is extremely unfortunate, but like utilize the sister that's already in place and like, you know, carry on these movies through her. Um, wow. Instead. Yeah. And I thought that was a really cool idea. Like, you know, you could, you could definitely carry on that legacy. And I think it's true to the comics. I think she takes over at some point. That um, sounds about right. But I feel like that happens with every superhero at one point or another. Yeah, so I think you could definitely do that in, like, a really cool way, and everybody would love that. Um, Everybody loves her. Dude, she was awesome. We, uh, that night, we watched it again, and I, uh, like, what, what immediately hit me was, like, they, in the movie, remember how Black Panther gets his powers, like, he does that ceremony, and then he drinks the flower juice? He goes into the dream state. Yeah. Like, so the Panthers. The big deal was that like the flowers were burned and one of the characters saves one of the last flowers or the last flower and gives it to T'Challa. Ch- so the Black Panther is the last Black Panther. I mean, that at least has powers. And I mean, of course, it's the Marvel Universe and they can work in anything. But like that was my thought. Like you already worked it out so no one else could be like him. Yeah, well, that's true. 
don't know. I'm sure there's a work in there somewhere. Yeah, I'm hoping she could go like lean into her tech stuff a little bit and like yeah, be like a African Bruce Wayne. Yeah, just like utilize the technology of Wakanda and become you know not have powers but just be rich and super technologically advanced. Yeah. That's exactly it. And just have like a sweet power suit thing. Yeah. I'd be into that. Um but yeah, I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up. That hit me and a lot of people real hard. Um so let's do our normal cheers, but for him this time. Oh wait. Oh my god. All right. Ooh, see, yours was good because you had a half-empty water bottle. <laughs> you know the power. The water bottle is the key. It is because it does like that hollow metal sound. Um, I'm excited about this episode because we made it another audience choice one. Yes, this was an audience recommends, and this week we decided to go horror genre, um, and we did the same movie. So we thought about doing separate movies and then it was like, no, nah, let's just let's both watch the same thing and yeah. discuss, which is a lot of fun for us. We don't really give a shit what the audience thinks, but it's fun for us. <laughs> this is why we're so popular. Yeah, that's why we make tons of money. Um, <laughs> they just keep shitting all over their audience and people can't get enough of it. <laughs> <laughs> so we watched this week. Wrong turn number one. There are six of them. <laughs> There's six. There are six of them. I thought there were three. That's no. wild. Oh my god. I I want to talk about that a little bit because I didn't watch the others, but I read their descriptions. Oh, great idea. And it seems like the the villains or the villain, uh becomes sort of legendary or more popular he takes on like a jason persona because in some of the descriptions of the other movies he has a name which is not brought up in this first one uh oh so maybe we really do have to watch some more we might we might have to watch more because it's and i have a feeling it's like a jason thing where he just can't die and always has a merry band of misfits with him uh to that's what it seemed like jesus um, but yeah, I thought that one of the descriptions, at least on Amazon, completely spoiled the movie in like three sentences. Oh, it was fuck. so funny. Really? Yes. It was like, I think it was the second or third one. And if you read the description, it's like <laughs> teenagers get lost and they have to deal with X, Y, and Z. And then they overcome him and burn him alive. And it's like, no way. <laughs> You just told me what happens to this guy. <laughs> That's the movie. <laughs> I have no reason to watch the movie now. Um, I mean, wow. I will probably, but I thought that was so good. That was the I only wonder, one. That did I wonder if that's like somebody's job, and they're like, you know what? I'm gonna spoil like one in every 100 movie synopses I do, and see if people notice. Or it was like a new guy, like a few days into the job. And he's been like way overworked and it's like three in the morning where he is and he's on his like 18th pot of coffee and he's just typing cross-eyed, you know? Yeah. 
Like, and, and then, and then they burn them. Okay, next. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That'd be amazing. Uh, why do, uh, who do we pick this movie from? Why'd we choose it? Okay. So we, we sent out a poll on Facebook uh, not a poll. I just basically asked everybody, Hey, we need movies, uh, horror movie, please. Thanks. And then, people uh, kept saying fucking air, bud. Yeah, people kept responding Airbud and uh <laughs> if you keep that up, we will not watch Airbud. So, That's how you get us to not watch Airbud. Yeah, watch your mouth. Um <laughs> I was <laughs> I was listening to a podcast with uh, a former Navy SEAL and he was basically saying exactly my stance on like the expanse and airbender. It's like the more you push things on me, the less uh, I want to yeah. do it. And his his uh, example was he's like, if you tell me to eat carrot cake, I will never fucking eat a piece of carrot cake in my life. <laughs> I was like, this that's, guy's on my level. I that's exactly this. right. I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know what it is. It's it, it's almost like if you have to push so hard, I don't know. If you have to push so hard to like, is it that good or should you? watch something that needs to be pushed that hard i don't know i don't know what it is to be tell you the truth i have no idea but it just it hit me on like a personal level i was like this guy gets me he like literally says your name in the podcast (laughs) yeah i don't know why i met this guy alex and he really turned me on to this philosophy (laughs) uh someone says do something you don't do it you just it's great i've been living my life that way ever since (laughs) now i'm homeless and i no, uh, <laughs> someone said to pay my rent, and I said no. <laughs> now I'm outside. You keep telling me to pay my rent. I just don't want to pay my rent anymore. <laughs> Doesn't matter how many times you say it. We we got responses from a bunch of people. Some of them I didn't agree with. Like someone told me not to watch Get Out. I was like, Get Out's mm-hmm. good. Get Out's amazing. So how dare you? Yeah, yeah, that's um, a good. One. There was a couple other good ones that I I thought about. But I felt like Wrong Turn was just like a good, you know, like cheesy teenagers get slaughtered at like horror movie. And I'm like, classic, I'm into that. Classic horror movie. It was recommended by Mr. Todd Meyer. And uh, Todd Meyer happens to be Fallon's father, um, which had no <laughs> influence in me picking the movie. None but, at all. <laughs> uh, he had a good story to go with it, which is like kind of entertaining and and one of the reasons we we decided to go with this one so he and fallon's mother are currently retired and traveling the country in an rv Uh, and it's one of his biggest fears that they will be camped somewhere and attacked by hillbillies and i thought you're right that's totally a legitimate fear like if you're traveling the country like you're not going to have that problem in a lot of places, but if you decide to go to like, you know, West Virginia or some backwoods area in the South, or like you camp out in Louisiana, you might find some interesting folks, you know, that you might find yourself yeah. in a deliverance situation, in which case you got to be ready to defend yourself because anyone can do anything to you out there. They know how remote it is. And like they know exactly their surroundings. Like they're you don't. Ha- I know you don't have cell service here. I know the surroundings better than you. I know there's no cops or anyone to hear you scream. 
Like, that is scary. It is terrifying. Um, have you ever been in a situation where you felt in danger that way? Uh, not, not that way. Like, I'm too, like, like I'm going to be ambushed by hillbillies? Yeah. Uh, no, I've, like, been in some bad neighborhoods, and I've, like, run into some seemingly not well-to-do people, but I've never been in, like, this environment probably ever in my life. I've never been backwoods south or something. So I have two stories. (laughs) Yes. Story number one is I was, we were in college. We were, so we were meeting at Zach Pat's house, uh, Zach, Zach's dad's house. Oh, you remember when we were going to, Oh, I was there. I was there. And you were catching, yeah, you were on your way. So I was super late. And I was coming there in the middle of the night, and my phone died. So I had zero GPS, and I'm on that road. Like, you get off the freeway, and there's, like, a few miles of road between the freeway and, like, wherever the hell his dad lives. Like, it's in that in that section of land, you're very remote. And I had a yeah. small sports car at the time that was not ready for that road. And it was dark. And so I was, I could see, like, I think the moon was out. So, like, I could see things around me, but, like, I could see a a bunch of brush and a dirt road for a while. And I didn't know if my car was going to hold up. I was Mm -hmm. like, dude, if my car breaks out here, I don't have a phone. And this is, like, a perfect ambush opportunity. Like, I'm in a valley. People could come from both sides. I just felt really uncomfortable, and I was like, oh, man. Like, I might get attacked if my car can't make this drive. Uh, I made it, and I asked a stranger for a charger to charge my phone, and everything worked out. There you go. Story number one. But I, in that moment, on the way there, I definitely had the thought of, like, people might be out here, like, wanting to fuck with me. Um, like, there's some spots on five, even, that are so in the middle of nowhere. But at least there's people driving by, you know? Yeah, there's, um, oh my gosh, his name is escaping me, but uh, there was a hitman that used to bury his victims off of five. What? Holy yeah. shit. That actually makes sense. Yeah, in the orchards and stuff. Like, there's just a bunch of, like, open land that no one really looks at ever. Um, yeah, why would you? Shoot, his so name is escaping me. He was like the Black Hand or something like that. What? Uh, yeah, that's gonna... dope. He was a cool guy. How did I not know about that? Because you don't waste your time like I do. <laughs> um, second story yes. was I was up in Oregon where my family lives and we were going to go Bigfoot hunting. And my family, for oh, those God, of you, I love think, that. I fucking love that. Oh, yeah. We've done that more than once, by the way. We, like, go into the middle of the forest and cook steaks. That's not dangerous at all. Um, (laughs) So this particular night, we were in our friend's backyard, and he owns, like, I want to say 13 acres up there in the hills. Mm -hmm. So we're, like, only, like, maybe two or three acres of it is, like, what I would say is developed. 
where it's like there's grass and not forest. Yeah. Like, like he's cut the grass and he's made a little yard and stuff like that, or a pretty big yard. Uh, but the rest of it is like hills and trees everywhere. Um, wow. So we're like, dude, let's go Bigfoot hunting. And little did I know that he had coordinated with his alcoholic neighbor to scare the pants off of us. What? This dude straight up looks like a hobo normally. Like, (laughs) long hair that's, like, not been washed. Like, ripped jean shorts. Like, just just a dirty dude. Dude, like the guy at the gas station in the movie? <laughs> yes, but with a couple more teeth. <laughs> not not a full set. Not many, but it's uh, it's kind of like twilight, so it's not quite dark out, but the sun's not up anymore. You know what I mean? Where it's like, especially in the remote areas, it's still kind of light a little bit. Yeah. So we go hiking up this hill into the forest, and on the trail, this hairy scary dirty man jumps out and is like (laughs) and i just take off running (laughs) and after about maybe 10 or 20 steps it hits me that what i thought was bigfoot had a beer in its hand (laughs) that guy's probably not a threat he's probably just scaring us and i turned around and like I almost pissed myself, but everybody else was laughing. I was like, holy shit. For all I know, you could have been Bigfoot or a hillbilly trying to eat me. So, uh, When was this? That, mm, I was probably like 13. Fuck. So funny, dude. 13, That I'd give that to you. That's pretty young. It's It's pretty young. I blame these people for uh, taking all my fear away. Like they, they, what I'm essentially going to say is like psychologically tortured me. (laughs) They (laughs) they scared the shit out of me so many times. I like, I'm not scared of things anymore except spiders. (laughs) Like that's it. See, like they, they didn't give you a balanced diet of scares. They should have thrown a couple more spiders at you growing up. Yeah. And then I would be fearless. You'd have nothing. Yeah, I could conquer the world. I think that's why I love scary movies so much, because, like, that's literally what my mom would put on when I was a little kid. That's good. That's a healthy That's a healthy thing. Because when I saw scary movies when I was way young, I, like, wouldn't sleep for days. It was, it was very unhealthy. And now looking back on it, it's like, you little bitch. But when I was a kid, it was very real. It was very scary. I uh, I love watching YouTube clips of scary ass stuff. Well, not scary ass stuff. Stuff that used to scare you. Uh, or like watching full movies that used to scare the shit out of you. It's just so, so different. It's we almost a good episode on that. Oh, yeah. We, we did watch movies that scared us in the yeah, past. Yeah, we, we did that. We did it. Um, fucking Unsolved Mysteries, like the old one, still scales, scares the shit out of me. That theme music still gives me spine tingles. Yeah, me too. They fucking nailed it. Still yeah, dude. Scares. 
It's terrifying. And then the guy comes out in a trench coat in a dark alley with fog. Yeah. Tonight, Unsolved Mysteries. Your mom has not been found. It's like, whoa, whoa. (laughs) Mom! (laughs) I told you not to watch that trash. (laughs) Dude, uh, so yes, the great idea. What's what's our guy's name that recommended this movie? Todd Meyer. Todd Meyer. Thank you. Uh, I'm excited to talk about this. I'm glad you're excited. Um, this movie was not the highest caliber. I only <laughs> have a couple of qualms to pick with it because it was a lot of fun, actually. And yeah, it's it's in that date range of movies where I can recognize a lot of the actors from other stuff. And yes, that, that like every single one. Yeah, like uh, our lead guy. I recognize him from Dexter. The cop, yep. The cop from Dexter, Quinn. Um, Eliza Dushku from Bring It On. So that yeah. made it a little not scary. Uh, the other girl. Me, but the other the girl was from The Mentalist. and She was on Zohan, too. Zohan. Um, yep. And the other guy, he's done a bunch of stuff. And I think he voice acts, too. I recognize his voice. Um, yeah, he didn't last very long. It, no, it was such a it was a movie where like you recognize everybody just a little bit, but like none of them are super famous right now. Yeah, the redhead girl, I want to say she was in like. She was like the sister in so weird or something like she was she like reached deep in my childhood. I don't know what she's from. Yeah, yeah. Like all of them are like I could put my finger on it, but I can't can't quite name it. All of them. Yeah, so that was pretty that was pretty good. But the the movie essentially is a standard horror movie where a bunch of young attractive people get stuck and people come to murder them. That's it. In this case, we have our our protagonist Quinn, uh that's his name forever to me. Um I don't know what his real name is uh or it's, his name in the movie. I guess it's Chris in the movie. It's Chris in the movie. Okay, so Chris yeah. Quinn uh, is Chris. <laughs> trying to get to a job interview. And for whatever reason, he's in West Virginia, even though he's like going to be a super amazing doctor. Uh, yeah. But there's an accident on the road, and he's going to be late. So he's like, let me find another route. So he pulls into this gas station. Q number one, gas station attendant is... Like a one-tooth individual who does That's not give a shit. So dumb. So yeah. dumb. It's a rural gas station made of wood, which is horrifying. Um, I don't know why, but it's just a wood shack just makes me nervous in any respect. And yeah. this dude's got one straggle tooth. And he's like, hey, do you have a phone? He's like, mm, it's right there. And you're like, okay. Cool. He goes, the phone. the phone does not work. And he's like, that's my only phone. It's like, sir, you have lived for 1,000 years. This is terrifying. Yeah, uh, 1,000 years too long. Yeah. He looks at a map on the wall and sees this outlined road trail that, like, loops around the freeway for, like, I don't know, 20 miles or something. And he's like, I'm going to take this. And he jumps in his car and goes. And it is a back road. 
and he gets in an accident with a car that's stuck in the middle of this road because his CD fell out, and he runs into this, uh, you know, other vehicle that is occupied by a bunch of other hot young people. And it's yep. like, okay, now we're all stuck together. And this is where the fear starts. Uh, this other car had been stopped because they ran over a barbed wire, like trip wire, which yeah. no one thought was strange, right? They're like, Wait, oh, why the, is the car wanted wire that after, tire? right? She's like, someone put this here. She did. Miss Eliza Dushku was like, somebody did this to us. We're going to find out what happened. So naturally, we should split up. What? Horror dumb. movie problem? number one. Don't split up. That's dumb. Never, ever. Leave all your belongings. Stay together. Uh, so they go to try to find this gas station and apparently go the wrong way because they go to the end of the road instead. But, uh, I, I, you know, yeah, I didn't follow that part very well. Like, I think I got entranced in the, the beginnings of the, the slasher, of the slashing. And I didn't understand where they were going and how they didn't get back there quickly. Yeah. I don't know. What I liked, some of the things I liked about this movie are that they do kind of the standard, like, trick scare. Where there's a, a particular moment where the groups have separated. Oh, right? I know what you and mean. You, yeah. You have these two individuals left with the vehicles, right? The guy and the girl who are obviously going to bone down, which means they're going to die. Of course. Um, and they were uh, they were smoking weed, so double points. Double points. Triple points because they were going through our protagonist's car when he was gone, like looking through his shit. Right? Oh, you. So you're like you're you're kind of a shitty person. You. Are having sex and smoking weed, so you're fucked. You are guaranteed to be murdered. All you need to do is check one of the boxes, and you're dead. Yeah, and they checked all three. Ugh, dead. So this moment is she's in his car, and she's like, you know, talking to him, like yelling out, and he's somewhere else, and they're communicating, and she like the music, the strings music starts to get louder. Yep. And she tilts the the rearview mirror back. And I was like, dude, there's going to be a psychopath behind her. And there wasn't. Like, <laughs> standard trick scare. You're like, I'm expecting it. I'm expecting it. Nothing. That's, like, just as important in a, a classic scary movie is, like, the trick scare. Like, the best, the most classic one is, like, opening and closing your, your mirror in the bathroom. Yes. That's number one. Like, I need to wash my face, look at myself in the mirror. And then open the mirror for some aspirin and close it again, and then he's behind me, like or not behind me, like it just it, yeah. It, it, and it it's is. still scary. It's still like you still expect something, even today. If people do it. It still time. works. Uh, it still there, works. The other one that's a really good example is uh, in the newer It movie. Um, I think the the first one where you know little uh what's his name goes down to the basement in the beginning and oh he's scared yeah. and he sees the eyes and then yeah. like he shines the light and it's just like two bottles or something yes it's, like not yeah. anything dangerous but it's like you thought it was going to be there but it's not it's just this standard trick scare yeah classic like oh i thought that was something you turn on the lights it's a pile of clothes on a chair 
Monsters Inc. style. Yeah. Um. So they, uh, you know, nothing's there. But her her dude is missing, and then she gets murked. One yep. of my one of my major problems with this movie comes kind of in this moment Mm -hmm. where we see a little bit too much of the monster. And that happens throughout this movie where we see our bad guys too much. Yeah. Pretty much the whole time. Yeah. We see a lot of them and I think you can get away with parts of it, but I think a lot of it, it would have been so much scarier if we didn't really get a good look at them. Like if it was more close-ups on their like creepy features, like missing teeth and like messed up skin and stuff. Yeah. Have farther away shots of these dudes. It, it kind of just takes away a little bit of the fear. They're still super scary looking, but um, if, if you were to do those same shots, while they're moving right like if they're running through the forest and it's like you know the camera's like 20 feet away and so you can't get a great look at it but you know it's not a actual person kind of thing like mm-hmm. that would have kept it but a lot of these are like still shots of their face and it's like yeah could mm, could have done away with that on that same note I think they should have scrapped the opening credit sequence of the newspapers because that tells us immediately that there's like rampant inbred hillbillies. So I was going to ask you about that because I felt like that was taking fucking forever and I sped through it to get to the movie. It was and a then little I, long. And then I read later like uh like all these names and descriptions of the bad guys and i was like oh so i bet they were describing them in that portion so they're they're just inbred mountain men right yeah it basically goes through a couple of newspaper clippings of like you know people missing uh stuff about inbreeding and defects and then it like shows like cells how they're deformed when you inbreed and like it kind of gets a little sciency and then some newspaper clippings and stuff. And it's like, I get it. You're, you're setting the stage for what we're about to see. But in a horror movie, you want to keep that until later on. Like you don't want people to know. What yeah. Like doing. why couldn't they read this in the house, like in, in newspaper clippings or whatever? Yeah. Or like at the gas station and like one, like a newspaper sitting there and it's like couple goes missing, you know, whatever. And like kind of keep it ambiguous, kind of keep it creepy. But you you give away a lot up front. And. I don't know, it just it took something away a little bit, I think. Um, And I honestly, I think people would have put two and two together once they see these dudes in West Virginia. They're like, oh, they're probably inbred hillbillies. Like, I don't need you to describe the science to me in the beginning yeah. for me to understand what's happening here. Yeah, I that's I think that's what went through my head. Like, that was it. They were just like some fucked up hillbillies and they ate people. And it was it was all super basic, like so basic. Um, But maybe back then it wasn't because it's a 2003 movie. Oh, yeah. Definitely didn't age well. I just don't know if it was like ever good. In the- <laughs> I don't know if it was ever good. I, 
I think it aged pretty well. I mean, it looked, I guess the quality of the filming looked good to me even now. Like, it didn't look bad. Mm-hmm. I didn't think their makeup looked bad. I thought, again, the the only bad parts to me were um, some of the acting a little bit. Like, you know, yeah. teenagers talking, like, trying to be dirty and teenagers. Like, that, that coupled with, like, the writing. Like, just some of the dumb things they'd say to each other. Like, exactly. hey, slow down, Brainiac. Yep. It's like, dude... <laughs> People don't talk like that now. They didn't talk like that in 2003. They maybe talked like that in the 80s, maybe. <laughs> right. But yeah. We're, we're a few decades removed from that type of derogatory yeah. slander, so how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> um, God, what, what else? It was just some of the writing that really bugged me. Like, uh, we, we kind of glossed over it because I think it's really not important, but there's a scene in the very, very beginning where it just shows a couple mountain climbing and they get killed by these things. And uh, she like the girl in the couple has a hard time mountain climbing and she screams. And the dude who's such a douchey bro looks over the edge and he's like, who are you screaming for? We're 50 miles from anyone anywhere. And I was like, "Okay, come on. Of course, you don't need to set the stage like we know you're fucked. Um so we know you're fucked. So where are we after uh the couple the the sinners die in the car? Okay. So they get murked. And I actually as horrible as it sound, I really liked the way she died. Um they he like Oh, crazy, yeah. He like put the barbed wire like in her mouth and like ripped her head in half which I thought was actually pretty, pretty brutal, pretty cool. Maybe Um, like he was watching TV and learned that flossing is important. And of course he being inbred and a hillbilly never thought that was important and thought it was too late for him, but wanted to help someone else with it. And he just did a little too hard and went the wrong kind of floss, the wrong tools, you know, because it's the right tools for him. Because he's got a lot of gaps between his four <laughs> feet. He could fit those wires and blade yeah. in his mouth. But she couldn't couldn't hack it. Maybe he was trying to help her. Maybe this is a friendly neighborhood dentist. Uh, or aspiring friendly neighborhood dentist. And, uh, you know, he was just trying to do the right thing. Accidentally killed her. For the rest of the movie, I'm going to try to find ridiculous things that they were trying to do and wasn't working. You know what really fits with that is the fact that Tucker and Dale versus Evil is essentially exactly that. Yeah, that is exactly it. (laughs) They think they're being hunted by hillbillies, but it's just these two guys that are trying to revamp their vacation home in peace. (laughs) (laughs) He threw himself into the wood dipper. (laughs) Oh, God, that movie's fucking classic because it it shits on the genre. It's perfect. I love movies that do that. Um, so the what happens? Oh, they they find the house. The two couples, the two remaining couples, find the house. Yes. Uh, and it's gross. There's like, I don't know how they didn't notice this shit right away. And then this made me realize something about horror movies in general, not just about this movie, but the manner in which they search through the house 
is very weird and dramatic, and I don't think normal people would search through a house that slowly and be that uh, investigative, you know? Absolutely not. Like, you would just look through the phone. If there's no phone, you'd be out. Like, that's it. Dude, and especially if, it, if the house was that weird. Yeah, you and you'd find in. the shit more quickly, and you'd be out more quickly. Like, it it just all seemed weird. The yeah, way this I'd was like filmed think made me I'd think. I'd be in and out of there in, like, 20 seconds. Like, oh if, yeah. if I was going to go in at all, if I knock on the door and nobody answers, I'm not walking into somebody's house. Especially one like that. Yeah, exactly. I'm knocking, waiting, knocking, waiting. Okay, no one's here. You know, we're, we're going to deal with this. I'm not walking into their house. But if I do, I see rotten, nasty food on the table. I'm out. Dirty-ass place. I'm going to look for a phone real fast. If I don't see one, I'm out. Like, I'm not going to be like, I wonder what they have in the fridge. <laughs> The one excuse that they do have is that the girl had to pee. So she's like, I need yeah. to find a bathroom. And they, they let her in the bathroom. But then they're all like, hmm, I wonder what all these freezers are for. If I see a bunch of freezers, <clears throat> I'm probably also taking off. I'm not going to be like, mm, let me make sure there's body parts inside. I'm going to be like, there's probably bodies in there. Like, that's it. Time to go. Yeah, time to get out of here. I don't care how bad you have to pee. Pee on the road. Pee in the piss, bushes. Piss your pants. Anywhere else but here. We're in danger. Get out. Yeah. Uh, so they they find out these dudes. Oh, one thing that made me uncomfortable. So like the dudes, the mountain men come back and they are like coming back from killing their friends. So everybody's hiding in the house. And one of them like has this wheezy like breath. Like it, he has a problem breathing. That made me so uncomfortable the whole time. Just hearing him wheeze. I think that's key. To the to the fear, yeah. Like you I see his feet. Close and you just hear out. his like, <sighs> yeah. It's like, yeah, bro, you're you got something going on. You might want to apparently take like these guys get names later. I forget the name of them, but one of them's like a, a number of yeah, yeah, three fingers. One of them's one eye, and then I the other one might be wheezy or whatever. Or something. Oh, I didn't know that. And that ties back to what I was talking about in the beginning. In the descriptions of the rest of the movies, they they mentioned three fingers. And I was like, I don't think he was named in this movie. Like, we don't know what their names are or anything. At least I didn't catch any of them yelling out, like, three fingers, where are you? I uh, think it's something, like, the crowd dubbed. Oh, is it? I think so. And, you like, do I don't know what came first. Like, the crowd name or the the name of from the movie like i'm not sure yeah i don't know but they they mentioned three fingers in the other descriptions i was like well i think i know that who that is but it wasn't listed here is it the screaming guy i think it's the dude with the bow and arrow the big guy i think so okay he's much more jason-esque he'd probably be better yeah they they had a hard time taking them out later spoilers and fast forward i don't uh, know why man i feel like i if i wanted to if i was in that situation right so we're we're trapped in the house they come back and we're stuck we're hiding we wait till they go to sleep if i see the body of my friend on the table and the dudes are sleeping they're dead yeah I'm very and easily like, going to murder them 
they made it so easy. There's like an axe on the floor. There's a gun on the floor. There's uh, weapons everywhere, and and they're vulnerable. Just take them out, walk away. No one's gonna know. Or care. I mean, they might even get medals. Like yeah. these, these guys are gross. But if we think about the worst case scenario, like how often are people checking on these guys? Probably never. So you're not gonna get in trouble. And just to be safe, burn the place down. Evidence gone. Boom. You're safe. Yeah. And I'm sure that the cops would just drive right by it. Oh, we know who lives there. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> We're going to let that happen. Um, so then, like, I, I get frustrated, like, immediately after this. They're trying to sneak out. And the, do- the mountain men wake up and start chasing after them. And they're running up this hill. And the guys... The mountain men get in their truck and take off. And they start screaming like they're excited to go hunting again. And then they're like, where are they going? And they get up to like this car lot. And I'm like, oh, they saw you climbing the hill, so they know where you're going. They know where you're going to land. Immediately, I thought, you, you now know 100% where they're not. Go back down to the house. That's it. Yep. Uh, exactly. And I also thought about that while I was watching it. like. They run away, and they choose the path that is the most difficult. They're, like, running up a 45-degree hill. And it's so like, dude, dumb. there was a perfectly good road behind you that was not 45 degrees. Like, you could maybe run that way or literally any other direction. But you decide to run up a hill that's going to gas you for the next, like, 30 minutes. Yes. Yes. Uh that scene was kind of cool. It reminded me a little bit of a Dust Till Dawn, like the car car lot where all the victims' vehicles were and stuff. Oh, yeah. You know what I like, too, is the, the car that they had was like, I don't know, like a 50s or 60s, like Ford. It, it, was just, it reminded me of Jeepers Creepers a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was like this creepy old truck. I was like, oh, I think yeah. Because like, like kids or teenagers whatever they're kind of like they go hand in hand with like old shitty cars you know like your first car road trip well this this was the hillbillies car oh they're oh you're talking about their car yeah they're the hillbillies truck that's what makes it kind of scary it's like this old like uh it's hella rusty yeah a super old rusty like uh tow truck is what i was getting at. yeah yeah it's like oh that's just that thing has seen some things. Right. Like, it wouldn't have been very scary if they had, like, a bug. Or <laughs> They're a driving Prius. after you in, like, a Fiat. Yeah. <laughs> no! Not, I can outrun this thing. <laughs> uh, so, <sighs> apparently, I read some cool trivia about this next part. So, uh... I, I did think this was weird, but the trivia actually explained it. So they came up with a plan to one of the guys would distract the three mountain men and they'd steal the truck and take off. Uh, so what the, the doctor guy does it and he gets shot. And I was like, OK, that was dumb. But they did that because he when they were out filming, he either sprained or broke his ankle when he like stepped on a wobbly log and he oh, fucked no. his ankle 
Yeah. So they had to like work that in for him to like hobble around. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, I appreciate stuff like that. Yeah. So that made sense. And then the other guy is like, there's no way he's going to live. If you watch enough horror movies, you know instantly who's going to live and die. Yep. Immediately. I was trying to think of the the pattern from Cabin in the Woods of like who's who. Like the archetype? Yeah, yeah. Like the Joker, the harlot, the um, the athlete, you know, all that stuff. So we got the stoner and the harlot in the beginning because she was like, take off your pants, you pussy, or whatever yep. she said. And then, uh, and then the the philosopher was the guy talking about the wedding and he was talking about like how you can't you can't do james brown because the james brown is this and he comes from this and this is why people think that way he's just expressing all these crazy theories and then i don't i i think for me that's when the stereotypes stop yeah i would say maybe the uh like the athlete or whatever could be the other girl. But she wasn't overly athletic. She was just hot. Yeah. And our, I guess our, our the girl that survived, like she was by the book. She had a broken heart and she, you know, wasn't in a relationship with anybody there. So I guess she, she could, could be the count, virgin. She could count as the virgin. Yeah. Yep. And the virgin always lives. So we hit all, like all of them, I think. Except the, the athlete. Yeah, it counts. It fits. Yep, it it fits. Like I I think of movies like that all the time now. Yeah, I, I, as soon as this started, I was like, oh, I wonder if it's gonna follow the pattern. Of course it did. It uh, it, it recipe. It's like it's been in my brain forever. Like I can identify because of the way characters are acting or the things they're doing. Oh, this is how they're going to die. Like I just know that. But now I know why I think that way, you know, after watching Cabin in the Woods. Um, okay. So they, they do this plan to break apart. And I think my favorite death might have been this guy. I think because uh, or maybe, maybe the cop later, but it was it was cool or creative because he was uh, he was running to the car and they thought they got away with it. And he was just kind of like slowing down. And you're like, what is happening? And then he get, he like kind of gets a thud and you hear a noise and you're like, oh, he's getting shot by arrows. Yep. He's shot in the back. Um, and then he takes one too many. It goes through his chest. And then the girl who's supposed to marry him. Is a uh, freaking the fuck out in the car, and um, that I don't remember like why they don't just drive away now. Because she's like, we have to go back for him, and they don't go back for him, but they're stalled because she's like trying to stop the car. She's oh. like, we have to stop. We have to go back, and she's like losing her mind because her fiance just just got perished right in front of her, <laughs> arrow through the chest. Um, so that like delays them a little bit and then they, they do end up driving away, but a little ways down the road, there's like a down tree. So they have to stop the truck. They get out of the truck and go on foot and they're wandering the wilderness. 
and at this point i'm like okay realistically you're probably like at least a mile in front of these guys who are on foot and you know hopefully a couple miles so you should be ahead of them and, and relatively safe if you just keep keep trucking and they are wandering through the woods and then that girl the the uh whose fiance just died she's like hey guys look at that and there's a giant tower behind them, like a wooden watchtower. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, this is perfect. And this scene frustrated the hell out of me. Oh, me too. Me too. They go up there, and it's getting dark at this point. They're pretty hidden, relatively safe. If you just stay quiet and chill, like, you can formulate a plan, you can recoup yourself... You can you can deal with the situation. What do they do? Yep. They crack a bunch of glow sticks, telling so everyone that they're up there. I'm like, guys, stop! Cover those up. Like, let your eyes adjust to the darkness. Don't use glow sticks. This is dumb. Right. And then they, which is smart, tried to use the radio. I'm like, okay, this is fair. Like, you can do that. And then the radio is on like 5,000 volume it <laughs> yeah. and everybody in like three miles can hear the radio go off and this is how the guys find them I'm like come on now be, be so, turn it so down bad. yeah like uh, being detected would be on my mind at all times like yeah. I would say everybody low to the ground everybody fucking even though we're like 30 feet up or whatever everybody whispers uh, no lights and then I I would like to think I'd have the knowledge to turn the volume down on the radio, but I I would like to think so too. But uh I think I think the light first and foremost gave it away because it shows a, a zoom out and you could see the fucking light from the windows. Yeah, and it's like, dude, come on. And they're like, Hey, look at this. Crack. And it's like, oh, and it's not just one. It like there, it's a little tiny space, but each person needs one. Like this massive, three foot long glow stick. Yeah, mind you, I want some of those glow sticks because those are sick. I would love like a lightsaber sized glow stick. They but, are very cool. Yeah, just rookie maneuver. So, anyways, so the bad guys find them and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna come get you." They block the door. Fine. So they try to burn them out. And this now, this wooden, ancient watchtower is on fire. And it's like, oh, okay, well, we thought we were safe, and now we're completely screwed because we're like 100 feet in the air. And so what do they do, Sterling? They jump out the window into so, the trees. So dumb. The... the I mean, maybe there really, really, really was no way for them to try, even try to go down the ladder. Uh, but it didn't show it. Like, it just, there was just smoke and, and like, flame-like lights coming through the windows. And they're like, damn, this, we're going to burn to death. And, uh, like, you're not going to make it if you jump. You're not. Like, or you're going to get so severely injured, it doesn't matter anyways. Yeah, like you're more likely to get, like, stabbed by a rogue branch. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I honestly was waiting for that, but of course it didn't happen. They fell, like, 20, 30 feet, 
and were just fine. Yeah. Maybe they thud a little bit, but they like no, the branches didn't break when they landed on them. They just caught it, and we're just good to go. Yep. They're like, okay, now we're in the trees. They're like walking around on these branches like Tarzan, just making yeah. it happen. And there, there isn't like a gigantic rush to come down. They're like, all right, we're gonna hang up here for a while, and then the dudes find them and start shooting arrows at them, and they're not like rushing to get down. They're just like. I would- I don't know if I would rush to get down. I feel like at that point, you're a little bit safe. A little bit. I could be wrong here. A, a tad. Until you see that fucking one running around in the trees. Yeah. See, that. at that point, my thought was like, okay, I'm in the tree. There's probably one way up this tree. So I'm going to wait and like... Kick him position down. Position myself in a way so that if this guy tries to climb up, I'll like swing down and hit him in the face with my legs and like kick him out of the tree. Like that was my thought. Absolutely. One guy's down. How badly do the other guys want to come up here and like maybe do something like that? But it became this whole mission. Uh, I mean, they could have also burnt down the trees, you know? I don't think that would have gone as well as you think. Uh, I don't think burning the tower would have gone as well as i don't think so uh and i think a fire like that would have been crazy and it would have alerted a bunch of people agreed i think a lot of people would have seen that and like oh we got to check that out and it would have helped them so assuming they could have stayed in the trees the burning tower would have been their their saving grace and people would have come and hooked it up yeah yeah no Dude. And then Quinn is like, you know what? I'm gonna Bugs Bunny this guy. Hold this branch. <laughs> I didn't get what you meant for a second, but now I remember. Oh yeah, he just and then he lets it go, and the branch is like, whoa, 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 and he flings the guy out of the tree. This super stupid dramatic moment where the the guy, the the mountain man, is just like, ah, and like falls yeah. down. And that's again one of those moments where like we see him too much. Yes, like, we. If if you hide the monster in any horror movie, it like makes it ten times scarier. And imagine like if he made no noises and you didn't see his face, he gets smacked, falls down, second hits the ground, he gets back up. Like how scary would that be? Yeah, way more terrifying. <laughs> they they goofed that a little bit. Um, it, it's God, man. This this movie was really predictable. Uh, and then... Uh, <laughs> predictable now, I think. Predictable now, for sure. Uh, what happens after this? The, oh, our, our girl gets murked super hard. She gets kidnapped. Well, yeah. Um, what happens to... So she's standing... She thinks she's hidden from the, mo- the mountain man. Oh, she, yeah. Her back is up against the tree. And then the axe cuts her right uh, in the middle of the face, I guess. And then her it's, it stays on the axe. Like, the upper half of her head stays on the axe, and her body falls to the to the ground. That which is cool. cool. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, they, uh, then they, they escape back to their house? Where do they hide? Oh, they find a cave, right? Yeah, they, like, find a waterfall cave, and they hang for a bit. And then they think they're safe and start to move on. 
and I forget how they capture what's her face, Eliza Dushku. I think they ambush them, and they they like hit him by the edge of a cliff, and he rolls down the cliff. Yes. So he's kind of removed and can't help her, and then they take her, <laughs> and then this fucking uh, cop pulls up, and he's like. What the fuck are you freaking out for? What's happening? And he's like, there's people out here. People are dying. He's like, who's dying? And then he gets sniped with an arrow in the oh, face. Yeah, dude. So frustrating. If an officer rolls up on somebody who's limping and bleeding and telling you that his friends are being murdered, I don't think you're going to sit there and be like, hold on there, son. Who's getting murdered? What's happening? Why are you pulling in front of my vehicle? It's like, no, 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 no. You better take it a little bit more seriously. But no. And then you get a bullet or an arrow to the face. Yes. And let's be real. Like, cops, real cops aren't calm like that. Like, they're going to have their gun out the second you, they see someone covered in blood. Guns out when they when, before they get out of the car. Yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah. So, like, <laughs> the, the, the chill cop wasn't real. And he sees the opportunity to take the cop's gun. Doesn't do it. Also, very unstandard of police to take the keys out of your car when you get out. Cops yeah. always leave their cars on. Always. It's a thing because if people take off or whatever. Yeah, like you got to jump in and go. And like, yeah. I, dude, I've seen cop cars parked on the sidewalk running for like a long time. Like they like they go in to fucking get a sandwich or something. Like they'll go in. The car's on, running, not just yeah. in there. Cars running on the curb, and they're like, okay, mm, I'll take a foot long turkey, thanks, boom, and then they'll go. But like a dude to get out of the car with the keys, no way, not a chance. He might have not even been a real cop. Now that I think about it, yeah. I mean, like how if you think about it, how different are the lives of cops or whatever semblance of law enforcement in the middle of fucking nowhere where the police department's like three three old dudes that's also very true it's the life of a police officer in those areas is very different um so that's that's one thought and then he our guy realizes that the fucking mountain men is coming and he's gonna take the cop car and he somehow hangs on underneath the fucking car. So Are in this kidding? moment, it was so funny, dude. Are you shitting me? At this point, so Fallon was not interested in watching this movie whatsoever with me. Did she know yeah. her dad picked it out? Yep. <laughs> and she just didn't feel like watching it anyways. But, you know, we were hanging out. She was on her phone on the couch. And like every so often she'd look up and see what's happening. And then, you know, go back onto whatever social media. And this scene happens and he is under the car and he grabs like some rail under there and, and lifts his body up and they drive away. And she's like, okay, bro. (laughs) (laughs) The right reaction. That is the appropriate reaction because if you've ever tried to do that, it's hard as hell and he's injured and he's been running for two days and they're driving on dirt roads. It's not like they're on a flat, even street. Like, think of all the shit they went, the dude went over, like tree roots, 
little cracks that just yep. the fucking turns in the road. He would have been crushed or scraped or fallen off at any point. Did you ever watch The Simpsons? No. Oh. Well, very, very occasionally. There's an episode where, like, the Simpson family is on a road trip or whatever, and they're in like their van, and Sideshow Bob is oh, yeah. like, trying to murder Bart. <laughs> and he's under the car like this guy. And for just being totally silly cartoon, Homer is driving, and he's like, who wants to drive over the cactus patch? And the whole family's <laughs> like, I do, I do. And Sideshow Bob is like under the car. He's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it reminded me of. I was like, yes, that is prime. Just so that's, it seems like a correct comparison because it's so fucking cartoony. It's so absurd. But he takes him back in the cop car to the cabin where Eliza Dushku is tied up and for cinematic purposes only is still alive yeah any other person would be murdered and half eaten by now but she's alive and being uh caressed slash threatened by you know hillbilly number two i don't know his name but yeah just kind of like waving the knife around freaking her out trying to be creepy trying to get her her blood flowing i don't know uh and then the the guy arrives, and Quinn utilizes the cop car and runs into the building, like rams the car into the building, and uh, rescues her. And trying to kill these guys unsuccessfully, which ends up being creepy, like tries to take them out, and they seem dead, and they just start getting up, and you're like, uh, okay, this is... This is where the Jason factor comes in. Uh, they then use the shotgun to blow up the gas. Oh, God, that was the, the worst. He was, what did he say? Just die, fuckers. What Something like that. Shoots the gas tank. They're right next to it, but a jump will save them. Blows up the house. And they get away. Oh, they take the cop car. That's right. No. Oh, they don't they take the tow truck. Oh, they. Oh, you're right. Because the stupid guy at the at the gas station at freaks gas out. Station. Yeah, the, like the last scene is like them pulling up to the gas station, and the guy sees the truck and like closes the door, so he like knows what's going on. He yeah, knows to stay away from these dudes. Closes the door, sees them get out. Quinn rips down the map of the alternate trail. Gets mm-hmm. back in the truck and they drive off. Bam, done. Cut movie. Oh, except well, except the a cop goes to investigate the fire, and uh, sees the one of the mountain men, and then he swings the axe on him. What? You didn't see that part? No. Really? Like at the was end, end of the credits? Fuck, I don't think so. I think it was just after the uh, after. They rip the map down. The cop, there's like a cop investigating the burnt down house. That had to be after some credits, dude. Because you didn't see that? No, last thing I saw was they rip down the map, they drive away, and then the credits start rolling, and I exit it out. Let me see. Let me see here. Guaranteed to be a a credit situation. I mean, you might be right, but how did I... 
still see it. Okay, so I'm watching him get in there, tear down the map. Then they drive off. Oh, shit! It's it's a early on credit scene. So when that when it when you saw the credits, you're probably like, "Oh, it's over, done." But it's yeah. like maybe two minutes into the credits. Okay, so I I let him roll for like maybe thirty seconds, and I was yeah. like, "Okay, movie's over." So it was like a second. Now I'm checking all the credits to see if I got anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So crazy. Um, but then I guess that's what leads us to the other five, right? That has to be. Um, I mean, I'm not super eager, but I kind of want to watch like, a, like the last one, the the five or six maybe. Oh, I kind of want to watch the next one just to see. I don't know. Maybe I want to watch all of them. Whatever. Apparently, this is the. I was reading some trivia. This is the only one without nudity or sex. It's just oh. like innuendos of sex, and you don't see anything. Yeah. It's the only one. So, I mean, by those standards, we've watched the worst one, and it only goes uphill from here. That's right. Because every horror movie has nudity and sex. They tend and to go hand helped. in hand. Yeah. It helps you. It I think it relates to like the kids, like a slasher movie. Kids are like, oh, other kids are having sex, and it's bad to have sex. That's why they always die. I think that's where it came from. We find out that like the Catholic Church funds all horror movies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like deters kids from having sex. Like in the deep vaults of the Vatican, there's a a mask like a hockey mask and it's really like an ancient <laughs> catholic mask the pope is jason <laughs> <laughs> the undying um have you ever seen jason in space a long time ago i remember a few scenes from it oh boy oh boy i uh, i remember watching slasher movies when i was at that age like to be with like a fat crowd of kids my age and like everybody screaming and shit. How does it make you feel knowing that you were the worst part of that movie for someone else? That I was? Yeah. People go to those movies and then they hear kids in the theaters and they're like, shut up. Oh, yeah. Uh, God. Uh, now that I'm older and I hate people like how I was. Yeah, it sucks. But, like, I'm also not super inclined to go see those in the theaters. Like, because, like, I don't know, it's a different level of quality. Like, it was the first movie in a while where I was like, damn, this looks hella good. Yeah, agreed. Most of the time, those are targeted for, like, teenagers. But it felt different. It was like, everybody should go see this because it's great. Yeah. Um, But I have a, a... special place in my heart for threat uh slasher films and the next one i really really want to see is Candyman. you see the trailer for that dude no not at all i haven't even heard about it oh i love those old movies uh and they're they're remaking it um so i'm really fucking juiced uh i think i think uh what's his name jordan peele has has hands in it too of course he does this so, is his thing 
it looks sick as fuck. I'm gonna send you that trailer. Dude, do it. I wanna watch. Um, let's pull it up here. Um, that's that's all I have to say on the movie, man. Uh, I think we should watch the next one together if we can. Dude, I'm super down. We should make that happen. I was thinking like how fun it would be if all the buds were watching this movie together. It like, it it makes it different. It's it's a lot of fun. These types of movies with a group are so much fun. Um, yeah, that's what they're for. They're for like laughs and scares. That's what it's all about. We should do it. Let's make it happen on Sunday, Saturday night. Boom. I'm in. Um, but as far as this one goes, I'm all good. Yep, I'm also finished. Um, anything else you want to say to the to the audience before we call it? Um, great job on this recommendation. I actually really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, as much shit as we talked about it, Todd, thank you so much. Yeah, uh, I hope you're listening. Um, and I hope you can one day get past this fear and you enjoy traveling in very scary, uh, very desolate places. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Don't fear West Virginia because of these movies. Yeah. Um, I want to feel the, the crowd for another movie. I love doing this. Let's do it. Um, what's our next genre or topic? Um... Let's do favorite comedies. Yes. I we feel, I feel like we haven't done ever or in a long time. I just in a while. I don't think like when was the last time we oh, just talked about comedies? We uh, we I guess we've we've not said it as a theme, but we, we've watched funny shit. Yeah, we haven't said it as a theme before. Um, I know we've done it, but yeah, let's do comedies. Or uh, let's let's say uh, under underrated comedies, so we don't get the fucking classics. Yeah, you know? underrated comedies. Everybody's gonna be like, "Ooh, Step Brothers, Ooh, Hangover." <laughs> <laughs> Anything with Will Ferrell is my favorite. <laughs> Something with Will Ferrell, Anchorman. All right, we'll do comedies next time. Switch it up, complete one eighty. Uh, can you leak any information about uh, your other podcast? Can you can you give me any anything any tidbits? Uh, if you want some leaked information, I'm happy to provide it. Um, yes, I'm working on episode four of Pulling a Jobcast, the highest podcast. Um, I I I guess I'm happy to say it now. I'm working on the Gardner Heist. Oh, what is... the fuck! It is far more immense than I had anticipated. Um, I didn't. <laughs> I should have known about it, which is dumb. But uh, I expected it to be just a museum robbery, and it is in fact far more complicated and complex. And I'm in the midst of writing and researching as we speak. Um, so that should be coming out in the next couple weeks, I think. Hell and it, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Um, it's fascinating. Um, like I said, I was expecting it to kind of be a basic museum robbery, and it is not. 
there's a lot of stuff going on there. So I'm very pumped about that's the Gardner. High what I'm here for, man. I'm into that. Um, okay. Where, where can people find us? Let's get so out of here. People can find us online. Um, not in person, please. Um, <laughs> you, go, <laughs> you can go on our website, ASWS.show. Uh, oh, yeah. com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, ASWS Podcast. And you can email us at ASWSPodcast at gmail.com. Send your recommendations, critiques, hatred, love, whatever. <laughs> send it over. We oh, phone it. number. And you can Sterling hit me on the phone, phone number. 415-488-5031. Boom. Call, text, uh, voicemail, whatever. And we'll, you know, maybe not respond, but we'll we'll like hearing from you. Always. All right. All right. Good night, sir. Cheers. That's a wrap. Later.